Hello, and welcome back to our podcast, a fanfic of a fanfic that itself is a synthesis between Fallout, the popular animated post-apocalyptic wasteland, and Mellow Pony, popular show about pastel horses. Hi, I'm Fi. Joined once again, my co-host Weird. Uh, so, just before we get going, though, not to cut off mm-hmm. Weird, um, so, uh, a snafu that I didn't realize up until this second, um, we're not going to have, like, audio, or we're not going to have, like, music cutting into this, or, or, or like, or as an outro, because... A whole uh, snafu of me transferring this stuff over from between computers. Uh, I just don't have that that stuff, so I'm gonna have to fix that for next week. But this week there will be no music playing, so that's why you didn't hear any. Um. Anyways, sorry. You, you know, if only we had coordinated this, that would have been a perfect transition from 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 the funny intro that I had in mind about uh, renovating the bunker, which in this case is a metaphor for Fi's computer. Yes, um, I got a new. New, it's it's a new it's a new pip buck based computer. We just wired a bunch of pip bucks together. <laughs> There's still some horrors attached to a few of these. A bunch of them were mining crypto, so we had to kill them. Yes. Isn't <laughs> uh, this some crimes are unforgivable meme? Yes. Uh, well, thank you for for clearing out that that irradiated uh, uh, vault. But uh... <laughs> it was the crypto stable. <laughs> Everyone there was a I tech see bro. You have brought some of its dark secrets back with you. This cannot stand. <laughs> yeah, they're adding this to the to the the podcast lore right here and now. <laughs> um, but yeah, but that was the reason also why we didn't have an episode last week is because of dealing with all this computer nonsense. But yeah, we're back here now, finally, to do another episode of our podcast. And I've um, even read most of the chapter this time, in spite of having two weeks to do it. And uh, I read all of it, I think. Um, <laughs> I guess we're going to find out! <laughs> uh, uh, well, yeah, no, let's let's, let's dig in. Um, last we left off, uh, speaking of uh, uh, stables... Uh, Speaking of horse vaults, um, uh, we were we were in an equivalent of one, a a a lost military base, um, from the Caledonian uh, uh, section of the front. Yes. Um, uh, With we evil were, dark secrets. Uh, 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 exploring it on behalf of of horsey Darth Vader. Uh, Horse Vader has a really strong ring to it, but Horsey Darth Vader makes me <laughs> smile. Um, <laughs> oh, still. So, uh, Horse Vader has 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 threatened our party, uh, and and sent them all. Um, yeah, Blackwater. Uh, I'm pretty sure their name was. Um, uh, yes. Um, which is which is. <laughs> uh, I I wonder if she's working for a prince. Um, did. did military industrial complex jokes anyway um uh so so blackwater has uh has has sent our heroes in, into this uh military complex and um we we left uh, after collecting a bunch of audio logs and uh uh other shenanigans uh we we left off with uh them coming to a terminal screen um and uh seeing a horse with fire for eyes stare into their souls dum 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 yep uh cliffhanger 
cliffhanger. Uh, I again, I want to, I, 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 I want to uh, 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 praise our author Odysseus. Uh, no one. Um, yes, no one is the actual name. But the running joke is is going to be, <laughs> you cannot stop me from from introducing them every time by the full title. Uh, our author, author Odysseus, no one. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I want to take a moment to to, to praise uh, that that cliffhanger um, because it 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 certainly. Uh, uh, soars over the bar set by uh, uh, its nearest competitor, <laughs> uh, Project <laughs> Horizons. Um, uh, like it's a, it's a, it's a meaningful. It is it is both a meaningful threat and a mystery. Yeah. Um, Care about and, this. And I also appreciate the classic, um, uh, sort of classic pulp. Uh, follow up. Uh, next chapter. Uh, as read. Uh, as as originally published in Adventure Adventure Horse Magazine. <laughs> the only uh, magazine for horses. <laughs> the adv- only Adventure Magazine for by horses for horses. <laughs> uh, <laughs> brought to you by Elmer's Glue Factory. <laughs> Uh, the fate of all failed adventuring careers. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, uh, so yeah, so in the in the pulp tradition, uh, we open up this next chapter with a seeming non sequitur. We're 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 back in a flashback. Yeah. Um, our no, our protagonist chapter... doesn't have a horn to absorb morbs through, so she she is the morb. Um, yes, Cha- chapter uh, nineteen, virtues and vices. By the way, is the name of this chapter. But yeah, w- w- uh, yeah, we wake up in a like yeah, in a memory dream sequence thing. Uh, I will say that like um, that because we actually get like we've gotten a decent chunk of these kind of expositional backstory things. I kind of had to read re- read over this because this is like actually isn't one, but it feels like one. Um. And that's kind of like I think an interesting dodge, like that you know yeah, we're so it's used a, to. It's 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 a it's a fantasy. It's a a, a confused uh, mishmash of of yeah. current and uh, uh, past events. Yeah, it's it's um, a real sample platter of of her trauma. But but it, but it just it like initially to... it, it initially does a pretty good job of disguising itself as just another memory because you know it opens up with her and Wildfire together. Um, so obviously, because you know she's alive, it's in the past, and Foundation is there, which also puts it in the past. But then she mentions Serenity, and it's like, oh, uh, uh um, wait a minute. Uh, but yeah, she she's kind of experiencing some sort of dream of a better life type deal, um, which I found really amusing, um, because like even in her dream, she's still like awkwardly closeted. Um, <laughs> And it's just sort of those, like, you know, uh, uh, lesbian memes of, like, uh, listen, like, honey, we're married. We raised two kids together. I don't know. Does she like me? (laughs) What will the neighbors think? Um, um... Which I find quite amusing, but yeah, she she basically like is imagining a better life. There's a 
kind of odd sequence that I don't know if it like pertains to anything that actually is like in the past, but she like ha- she fights in a fight pit, like in a fight arena, uh, and beats another horse that's like technically more competent than her, but is not as physically large as Silverstorm, so she beats her out through sheer bulk. <laughs> um Jokes on you, I'm just <laughs> just bigger. Nobody moves the blob. But yeah, it's very like wholesome, which is what I think I enjoy about it. Um, yeah. It's 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 the most wholesome version of uh and then everyone stood up and clapped and yes. gave me twenty dollars. <laughs> well it's more like the Evangelion and then everyone clapped. <laughs> um it's a sort of bittersweet lotus lotus eater machine sort of situation. Um but she snaps like, out of it when she realizes that this is all sort of like wrong and off. Uh, her eye hurts. Her uh, uh, prosthetic is heavy. Yeah. Wait her, a minute. <laughs> yeah, her phantom pain kicks in. She and, wakes uh, up in a cell. Um, yep. Across the hall uh, from a deeply, deeply traumatized nerd. Yes. Uh, who I wrote their name down Simple Heart. Who is some sort of like psychologist Horace that like rambles pretty incoherently that like you have to remember who I am, you have to remember like my number, it's important. Then gets uh, like dragged he's, away he's by been Holocaust branded. Yeah. Uh, uh apparently this is this is some sort of um uh medical war crimes factory. Yes. Uh they <laughs> common across, across Equestria. <laughs> They've shipped it over to Caledonia as well. Uh, but Caledonia goes goes the extra mile of like, oh no, it's it's an ex- oblique Holocaust reference. Uh, 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 presiding Doctor Horsemingula, yes. Um, uh, be- because like they've they've uh, beaten him to the point that he can like scarcely remember his actual name, and he has a a terrifying um, mnemonic device for <laughs> memorizing his serial number. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh. And uh, this is all very mysterious because any such horse must have died a <laughs> hundred years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because uh, it uh, like you know immediately notices that it's like, oh, your your uniform is wrong. So she's trapped in another dream. It's a dream within a dream. Uh, um. Where an a traumatized ghost <laughs> has tried to relay. Which is my favorite sentence. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we also uh, see a, a ghost scientist uh, named Dr. Baptista? 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 Baptiste? Yeah. Bap. As she gets called later. Yes. Dr. Bappypaw. Yeah. <laughs> Doctor Doctor Horse Mengele, uh, you know, sort of drags them away with the promise of like you're free now, you're free to go, free to die. I guess uh, is sort of left hanging on her lips. You know, uh, old Bappy always mutilating twins. Yeah, some kind. Of, it's definitely like it's one of those some kind of fucked up experiment happened here that had like a ninety nine percent mortality rate. And we kind of don't know what happened, but it's bad, whatever it was. And it's probably, like, partly related to why they're, like, currently getting brain scorched here. They're, they've seen inside uh-huh. the sarcophagus. 
Which is a, a valid description because uh, in between uh, dream states, uh, our, our our horse antagonist uh, describes it as burning. Yes. Uh, as 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 being uh, uh, filled with and and in like yeah is it, yeah it it's it's a it's the feeling of of being in hellfire. Mm-hmm. Um, the the fires burn but do not consume. But they're unpleasant for sure. <laughs> um, no good, bad, no good. Not um, the fun kind of burning. <laughs> but yeah. Um, uh, and just to really like top off this trauma conga line, also, uh, wildfire decides to make another appearance, uh, cause fucking why not at this point? Um, a viscera covered, uh, gore mangled, uh, version of wildfire appears in the darkness type deal. Kind of like in a Cheshire cat like description. Where she just sort of like appears piecemeal and this appears piecemeal equally. Uh, but she basically shows up to like give Silverstorm like a pep talk. <laughs> it's like, listen, you gotta let the past go. <laughs> but you're I know the I'm past a ghost. and you're here now. Yeah. Like it, it's it's a it's a it's a it's a pretty good scene. Um, but it's it's basically like it's it's wildfire sort of like you know, it's it's a sort of um, metaphorical and also literal instance of a character returning from the dead to like, I guess like a sway the fe- like the fears and anxieties of the protagonist. Like this is actually like a pretty common trope in storytelling in general. So I'm not like averse to it in any way, uh, but I'm just sort of pointing it out that it's this is what it is. Um, she's like, yeah, you gotta like tell Serenity you're her mom because like. And, uh, and like I don't know, I, I have mixed feelings about that um, like mindset. But she's basically like, yeah, you gotta like get over this whole like not being her mom thing and accept that because clearly you want to be her mom and she wants you to be her mom and you you want that like everyone wants to just be a found family and that be okay. Uh, and you know I think that Silverstorm you know does retort pretty reasonably that she's not ready after like whatever happened to Foundation and that she needs more time and. Like, that's a valid concern, but, like, also, like, my sort of, like, not disappointment, but I guess, like, dis... Because I'm not, like, disappointed. Like, it's it's just, it's just, the story didn't go the way I was expecting, which my my sort of, like, grief with this is that um, I thought it was actually genuinely unfair that Serenity was, like, despite being a child, like, is in, in, you know, in a right to do so to some degree, kind of hoisting her like mental stability onto Silverstorm by like insisting that she needed to be her mother to like fix like to make their relationship real when mm-hmm. like that doesn't I don't know that didn't really need to be that way and like I, it just you know in my mind it's it makes Serenity seem immature and that like part of her growing would to be like to realize yeah hired gun's kind of a bad person and you can still love a bad person but like and but it's like wrong to like hoist a very specific set of ideals onto them but I guess Silverstorm is just also, like, over that now. Um, and so her literal subconscious is showing up to be like, Hey, you gotta get over this and move on. It's it's like, yeah. Uh, you're keeping people at bay for reasons that are uh, feeling even to you increasingly artificial. Yeah. 
but and she also dr- drops in the like, hey, also you gotta like, you, you gotta like let me go and like, <laughs> you gotta date that giant horse. Like, you know you have to. If not for yourself, for me. Um, you know me, fan of large horses. <laughs> this is the sole opportunity for you to ever be with a horse bigger than you. Um, uh, I would not deny you that joy. The joy that I knew in life. Uh, you have my blessing. Um, uh, but yeah, it's a cute little sappy scene. Um, uh, it's 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 a it's a thing that I think is like really trying to put like a sort of like a capstone on it. Um, of of like, because this is where like I am hopeful that this wildfire stuff will kind of never happen again. Like, it was, it's good. Like, it was good writing, but, like, it's one of those things where it's very much something that could easily overstay its welcome within the story of, like, a ghost character that haunts the protagonist in her waking nightmare is good, but she does eventually have to get over that. Like, she does have to move on. Like, you know, the the compelling part about trauma is, like, learning to live with it, uh, at least in a story. After she, she does that, she, like, disappears like the Cheshire Cat, where she, like, her whole body disapparates except for her eyes and then her eyes wink out of existence. And then, and then Silverstorm wakes up in the same cell, but like, you know, now it's no longer in a weird hyper dream thing. A weird Lotus Eater room <laughs> version of the cell. Um, Gosh, uh, there's going to be a little bit of skipping because it's just literally, and then they fight robots for a while. There's mm-hmm. like a lot of this a lot of this chapter is punctuated with fighting robots and also um uh it's it's so passe there's even an, an exterminate joke. Yes. I mean the extra funny part about that is that I didn't realize this until this chapter that like they're fighting remodeled cleaning robots um because it comes up as a plot point. So like it's extra funny <laughs> that like <laughs> the reason why they're like stupid the dollars have gone feral. It's, it's like, they're, the reason why they like, they look like stupid, like, you know, handyman Dalek robots is because they're fucking angry Roombas <laughs> is really funny. Um, so the budget is, um, strained. So, <laughs> um, so your land-based military drones, we've attached rifles <laughs> to Roombas. To Roombas. <laughs> we have made... Too many Roombas. <laughs> We've made them the Doomba. We need... They're doing double duty. We, they, they are patrolling and keeping the halls clean. It's a win-win. Uh, but yeah, she 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 fights a bunch of robots. Um, hacks some computers with that uh, easy-to-hack terminal uh, password. Learns a whole bunch more about the, like, yeah, they were doing fucked-up evil experiments that killed most of the people here. We get a little bit more information about Walkirk, a character in the backstory that, fuck, do I hope we don't get another golden blood out of. Um, I already don't expect that to happen, but, like, I'm so gun-shy about, like, oh, and then you see, I was the man behind the curtain. This evil mastermind. Uh, 
for no good reason. Uh, but it's it's there's a cheeky mention of uh, Walkirk having spies everywhere, even in the OIA for Project Horizons. <laughs> um, <laughs> which... Fuck you, Goldblood! That <laughs> <laughs> actually would be hilarious. Um, yeah, I do, I do like the idea of a, um, bullshit Machiavellian villain arms race where there's an increasing (laughs) amount of, like, uh, an increasing amount of, like, genius, uh, savant, uh, conspirators, uh, building their own little raptures, uh, and... Everyone else acting like, oh, well, you see, I, of course, had thousands of spies in their network and was ready to destroy them at any time. Huh. It would have been a trivial matter. Okay, yeah, we, we gotta move on to the story. I, I'm, yeah. I'm now theory Like, I... <laughs> you know, fanfictioning? I, yeah, I... Fuck it, I'll say it, it's on the... Uh, um, I, I now desperately... I, I have on the back burner writing a uh, apocalypse scenario... Where like it's it's a black comedy and things are the, the explanation for why things are so deeply weird is that it was a a fucking tennis match game of kaikaku in the, <laughs> in, like, the minds of two INTJ super geniuses who at a certain point no matter how smart they were lost track of what they were doing like like why why did you what what What's this death ray tower thing that only points to the sea? Well, <laughs> um, he knew that I knew that he knew that I knew that I knew that he knew. <laughs> I built a death ta- ray tower to shoot one boat that would should have eventually appeared on the horizon. <laughs> oh, the whole while of this this chapter, um, Silverstorm is uh, is uh, coming down real hard from her uh, painkillers. Because she don't got no more and uh, can't find anybody, any any replacement uh, uh, painkillers in the facility. So she's she's getting the shakes. She, she's sweating real hard. Everything is becoming difficult to do. Um, uh, and she eventually crashes from that, which is real bad because of the aforementioned nightmare machine. <laughs> that's making them oh, no. that's making her plunge into weird fucked up dreamscapes um, because uh, this time, instead of getting a dream in which everything's nice and she's in a, uh, in a illusion, she's instead in a casket, <laughs> uh, uh, below the earth, um, having a nightmare about being buried alive, uh, which, uh, is actually, like, is cool, cause she, it's, it's, it's kind of like a, uh, very, um, in-your-face metaphor about her own sort of, like, suicidal ideation, I guess, um, where her, like, her sole, like, reason to keep on living is to keep on living, and, like, how that isn't a very good, like, excuse to, like, survive, you know? It's, it's a, it's a, it's a self-destructive spiral, uh, Mm. just named something different. Uh... And she comes to the determination that she, like, you know, she knows, like, oh, no, I it's not just that I just want to survive. It's also, like, I want to build a better future for Serenity. And she's kind of, like, redetermined on that sort of uh, particular uh, 
uh, I guess, uh, shift. Like, this is definitely one of those, like, chapters is a lot of, like, emotional crossroads where, like, the character's making a lot of very, like, clear, definitive mental statements about themselves. Kill Bill's her way out of the coffin. For yes. the children! Yes. <laughs> uh, just imagining a terrifying cyber horse bursting out of the ground going, I love kids! <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, oh man, she's a fucking Five Nights at Freddy's character now. Um, <laughs> but it, it lets her snap out of the dream. Uh, this is one of the times she also realizes that they're cleaning robots and that the cleaning robot programming takes priority over the killing them, you, you robot stuff. So as long as she makes a suitable amount of mess, the robots will get distracted from that. So she just starts throwing shit everywhere. <laughs> Um, this is where she finds fucking flair again because they got separated obviously um and he like i had to double back to reread this because i didn't really quite understand and like he had been caught in a net <laughs> like like and it was just slung over a row like a robot was carrying him away in a big net and there is no amount of a comedy like there, like there's no amount of non-comedy to imagine how that happened <laughs> like like did he just get like was there like a free pie on the floor <laughs> uh, uh, or, or was he just like held up like 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 fucking fly tape since he's a goddamn bird and he got caught in it um titty magazine <laughs> titty magazine <laughs> just a big bird feeder <laughs> um a bird feeder that dispenses oats <laughs> singular oat um one oat at a time uh but yeah uh she gets dragged into another dream mind palace um trying to save flair uh and quickly assesses after a little bit because it's all weird and it's like a weird version of the military base where it's like the enclave are here and they're in full power and flair is like a commanding officer and also high stakes is there and not evil and also uh uh is nice and uh <laughs> he gave me 20 dollars <laughs> he gave me 20 dollars and he made out with me um and now we're married uh, and, uh, I don't know, I like this one a lot, though, like, it's, it's do, it's, it's so doofy that, uh, Silverstorm immediately realizes, like, oh, this is Flair's dream, um, and, like, she talks to Flair about it, and then, like, you know, he, he initially is, like, seems fully in, and then he, like, breaks character, and he's like, can you just, like, let me have this, please? <laughs> Do you, like, do you have to rescue me? Like, life is terrible and I hate everything. And everything is pain and sucks and I want to die. Um, can I just, like, get this one? And I don't mind to, if like, I actually starve to death. Well, <laughs> Which is pretty, pretty bleak. Like, I still don't yeah. like Flair. Like, I think he's a bad person. But I can definitely understand where he's coming from. Like, the dude is a disgraced, like barely recovered drug addict who like 
just got his heart broke by like some dude like that sucks like that's a bad place to be mentally i didn't uh, ask to be in the, the the player character's party man like i was <laughs> i was like at best a quest giving npc yeah <laughs> i'm that guy you have to collect like five packets of fixer for he gets dragged out of it with the promise of rescuing uh, Serenity and because uh, they both, you know, they're, they're both like both him and Silverstorm are bad people, but they're at least selfless enough to realize that like, it, like maybe I shouldn't indulge in my like dying dream when like a child's literal life is online <laughs> if it like just so that I can indulge in it. I like to think of myself as above a certain standard not a high standard <laughs> <laughs> but less of a dick <laughs> yeah we when they get broken out of it uh flair and, and silver like there's initially initially like a like like flair just sort of like casually admits that like yeah i know that you're like addicted to painkillers and i've known for a while now um and he like skirts over that because he's like trying to like figure out like Okay, do I call you Silver Storm or Hired Gun? Silver Gun, Hired Storm. <laughs> Trying to figure out what name sounds better. Uh, and it's like, wait, wait, you know, like, what do you mean I'm addicted? And he's like, oh, yeah, no, I've known for a while. You're, like, addicted to painkillers. Uh, and, like, <laughs> listed a bunch of, like, comical names for, like, like in-universe names for painkillers. Um, uh, which I had the list for, and then I lost it, and that sucks. That I can't read them out for comedy purposes. I guess you'll have to read the story. Yes. Dear listener, uh, you'll have to open up. And read it to get the funny list of various various moon juice-like names um, for the wacky sauce. Isn't it like, it, it, it just, it only just now occurred to me that it's a, it's a pretty good sign that, uh, no, it, it, read this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're, um, we're holding content hostage for you. From you, yeah. You, you can't get stuff. The... Um. So, but anyway. basically, like, offers to be like Silver Storm's accountability buddy by being like, okay, once we're done through this and we make it out of this, we're like marching you to the Watchers and we're getting you clean. It will never fix your addiction to it, but it will stop you from like being chemically dependent on it. Um, we're taking you to a methadone clinic, um, and getting you washed out, which I like, like, I don't, I, like I said, I don't like flair, but I do like, this is like the, like the rare instance of I like him because I like the, like, Hey, I'm a recovering drug addict and I know what it's like and like, doesn't judge her for it or anything. You know, it's just like, mm. yeah, we're going to get you help because like, you're going to need it. Um, it's nice. It's, it's like a, it's a. Like, you know, it's, I only point this out because, you know, typically speaking, like, you know, depictions of drug, drug addicts in fiction are usually really negative and badly written. Um, so it's nice. Um, they also, there's also like a thing too, where it's like, um, you know, uh, what about your old name, uh, type deal. And... <clears throat> she like meant you know she says that like well a lot of bad things happen to that name and and flair sort of retorts like no you're not that's not they like, didn't happen to that name it happened to you like you can't like 
And it's, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, it's it's just sort of bringing it obvious to the forefront. What is sort of always been implied about the name change is that it's her just running from her past. It's and, and trying not to embrace it. Um, it's just trying to change who she is to be like a tougher and stronger person than she feels she is. Um, and, you know, Flair kind of just rejecting that because it's clearly just making it's it's obviously hurting her more than she thinks it is uh to do all of this um so for the time being i'm gonna call her silver storm instead of hired gun um but i still gotta rescue is a really strong name though yes silver gun is quite good and hired Uh, storm is kind of who she is (laughs) insert your quarter now (laughs) um are you a bad enough dude to capture the president? Um, but yeah, but they still gotta get they still gotta get Serenity back, um, because Flair just sent her to hide, uh, and apparently stuffed her in a closet, which I think is very funny. We get a cute little moment where it's like, "Oh, it's my little Serenity," and it's like, "Haha, on the nose naming, it's cute." Uh, we get it. We get to see what the inside of Serenity's mind palace looks like, and it's honestly pretty sad it's it's genuinely pretty sad it's like a house on a hill made of in like of like uh slate white like uh, and like like very antiseptic white um very sterile building uh everything inside of it is full of like sort of like old faded memories of 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 her past mixed with a lot of like cybernetics and and medical stuff um there is a cute moment where you get to like like there's a cute and a weird moment where like like Silverstorm is like looking at like a cute baby photo of serenity and is like oh i wish i could take this with me but i'm pretty sure this is like a dream or something so i don't think that would work <laughs> uh just like that's a very funny mental image <laughs> i'm just gonna i'm just gonna store this dream thing in the real world don't mind me um but uh all the while, there's like sort of like ominous, weird, creepy singing echoing through the building. Um, they find Serenity being cradled by like a character who's like very obviously her like her birth mom, singing her like some song that she she liked in the past. And it's just like a sad and cute moment because like obviously something happened to the mother, you know? Yeah. Um, and it's just a sort of like, oh, it's a child retreated into the dreams of her mother, and then you know. Silverstorm breaks the the illusion by being like, you, "That's not your mom. I'm your mom." Uh, uh, uh um, uh. <laughs> you you mean it? You really mean it? Um, and it's like, yeah, I'm your mom, and we're gonna get out of here. Yeah, conflict averted. Out of out of the dreamscape and into the real world again. And everyone's fine and happy, and there's nothing wrong, and nothing bad ever happened again. But yeah, they, uh... <sighs> okay. The, the end of this chapter is a little weak, because it's, like, just literally, like, and then the next chapter happens kind of thing. Um, It's very much like a part one of, like, an ongoing chapter type, or ongoing part of the story. Um, Once they regroup and get everything dealt with... uh. They they settle on like okay, 
So we've been getting we've been getting ominous voice this ominous voice yelling at us, uh, and sending these cleaning death robots at us. So we're gonna like figure out the source of it, and whoever it is is probably like some ghoul or some shit that's like yelling at us over the intercom, and we're gonna go deal with that. But we're gonna go deal with that next chapter. And so they like uh, I mean, climb up a staircase and open a door, and then literally two bees continues. I mean, the the the, the last lines are, yeah, like yeah. They, uh, who do you think that pony is? Probably evil, probably a ghoul. Um, and then the, the the very last sentence is, "Let's find out." I opened the door and held my breath, which is again like very much in the uh uh in in the uh uh tradition of a classic pulp like if you don't have a cliffhanger then have the the characters stare off into the middle distance like like turn to the left to 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 to, to camera right and say let's let's boogie mm-hmm. cox gun transform and roll out yeah cox gun again <laughs> Why are you wasting ammo like that? Oh, sorry, it's just... It's a nervous tick. <laughs> Cox gun. Stop it! Um, but yeah, I just felt like it's a little weak because it's like... It, it's just this This chapter feels very like... It feels like a lot of like emotional crossroads are like crossed, but it like feels like very little is actually progressed in the story. Like physically and literally. Like they're, they're still in a giant empty death maze full of death robots. We've learned very little of more of, like, the, like, backstory stuff that I'm, like, still kind of ambivalent about. But I'm just, I'm personally just pretty ambivalent about the, the like, FOE backstory stuff in general anyways. Mm-hmm. It's never been my favorite thing, and it's always, like, hard to exposit in the first place. Uh, I definitely think that I'm the, I'm partly just very burnt out of, about it because of PH. Because PH is exhaustive in its dumb boring uninteresting backstory stuff so i'm already if, like if only somber didn't have to ape k cat so closely yeah. he could have just written they they could have just written the story they wanted to tell in the first mm-hmm. place it seems uh, but, but yeah then, but because then again, one, no one of the one consequences of that is makes me really like disinterested in backstory stuff unless it does something particularly shocking and Sort of as it stands, it's like, yeah, evil people were doing evil stuff. There was, like, fucked up experiments that probably created some sort of evil monster that we're going to have to deal with in the next chapter. Um, Walkirk is some sort of, like, omniglot bad guy who had his sticky hooves in every single pot uh, you could imagine involving uh, Celestia's Paradise uh, and Caledonia proper. Um, And that will likely come to head in a few chapters if not the end of the story. I don't know. I have no idea what the central antagonist this will actually end up being. Because it could be literally anybody at this point. Um, my money's on house, but like... I don't know. I have no idea where, I have no idea where this story is going. So We can only continue reading to find out. Yes, uh, in the future. Oh, by the way, um, uh, Jingles um, dragged uh, another fifty-foot slab covered in flaming letters uh, into into my office this morning. Um, uh, and you know what that means? Uh, from KCAT, the last scene uh, of last week's chapter eighteen. Enjoy. Um, 
we you can't express again we can't express these images in an audio format so i just suppose we'll just have to link it in the show notes uh but but we have uh a uh piece by uh pinka uh p i n k u h uh titled uh uh m o p f o e heroes so says the mirror dot jpeg mm-hmm. <laughs> uh featuring uh uh our our ragtag band of idiots we've we've got um uh uh, uh the 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 one in the uh enclave uh uh terrifying robot armor without the helmet uh our, our tiny pink baby uh and our increasingly scarred and cyberized <laughs> uh large heroine uh looking at a uh terminal screen uh with the the flaming eyed uh subject um therein mm-hmm. um serenity like is is pointing adorably with morbid curiosity and silverstorm's expression is hilarious <laughs> this has been our review of art <laughs> uh, um i always forget that like flare is like blue and green which is like my least favorite color combo for horses um it it, it Looking at this this blue green uh, bird horse uh, made his name completely disappear from my brain because you'd yes. expect a horse named Flare to be red or orange, in, yeah. in, in some respect. Unless you're going for like atomic Flare, then like green is like the sort of like association. Um, and it, it didn't even like occur to me that Serenity has like the like pink and yellow hair coloration that's like Velvet Remedies like streaks. Because they're both like medically so like horse science horses, mm. um, that which does remind me of one last thing that I thought was funny from the chapter that we didn't really have like there wasn't really a good spot to talk about it. It was a bit where like Flair says something and it's like it, like Flair like opens a door that 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 uh, that um, Silverstorm couldn't kick in, so it, it, it and it turns out it was just unlocked. But like it's like, oh dumb Flair being smarter than me. But at least Serenity's smarter than him. Ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> it just takes like weird pride in like Serenity being smart. And I just like that. I just like how petty it is. It's very cute. <laughs> My little girl is in the math ta- <laughs> math decathlon. Yes. <laughs> Got one of those like my uh uh, my daughter is an honor roll student bumper stickers, but it's like on her armor. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, it, that'll be posted in the show notes, obviously. Uh, so people can look at it. Um, if yeah, you cool want to be posted in the show notes, <laughs> yes, you can email us at uh, weirdington esq at gmail.com. Uh, our Twitters are uh, at Weirdington E and at Thou Art Fi, respectively. Uh, but stay out of that Thou Art Fi if you're a minor or at work. Yes. Um, unless your work is horny. Like that. <laughs> um, well, I think we've covered everything, just about. Uh, so there's nothing less for us to do but go onward! From sunshine, From sunshine and, and rainbow. rainbow.